Welcome to the Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> We're trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And and then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right? All right, welcome back to the Viewcast. My name is Darren. I'm here with Mark and Richie. And I guess the biggest story of this past week's probably got to be the inauguration. What do you guys think about that? Yep. That's what I think about it. <laughs> I remember, so as I'm watching, like last night, they did the, they did the uh, stupid COVID you know, reflecting pool BS where they're standing and giving a speech in front of the reflecting pool and meeting people. And he's on his way to DC and yada, yada, yada. The biggest thing I noticed was like Jill Biden was talking to everybody. Joe was just kind of wandering behind her. I don't know, looking for direction. It was just bizarre. Like she's sitting there talking to people and he's just kind of looking at the ground and meandering around it doesn't look like he knows what he's he's at so you think like they changed his meds that day and no i just i think i don't think that you're gonna see joe biden anywhere without jill from now on because i think she's his handler probably very true because i I don't like it would be jill kamala or AOC Bernie. I don't No, I'm I'm saying that I don't think Joe knows anything. I think he's lost it. And I mm-hmm. think the only thing he knows how to do is read a teleprompter. And they can get him to do that, but beyond that, Jill has got to be with him otherwise he f- probably freaks out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just like that. You you were saying that you heard that the um, staffer or whatever was writing him a speech and said, I'd never say that. And here he had said it like three weeks before. Yeah, pretty much the same exact speech. So, yeah, that's just my observations. Do you think like, you know, like when you're on early onset Alzheimer's and, uh, you know, obviously for legal reasons, you know, you can't say that he does have it, but it, you know, the, the people who, who do have early onset Alzheimer's, like they'll have moments of clarity. Do you think like he'll have moments of clarity where he all of a sudden is like, Whoa, what is this communist agenda that everyone's pushing all of a sudden? I, I don't think, I don't think he thinks for himself anymore. I mean, I, I think he's got good enough handlers that he just kind of does whatever they tell him to do. Because a lot of the positions that he's taken and a lot of the executive orders that he's doing are not positions that he's held in the past. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I don't think he's thinking for himself anymore. I don't think he would be against the Keystone XL pi- pipeline. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think he would be against that in the past, and I don't think he would be against, you know, the, you know. Well, the immigration stuff that he did, I don't think he would just jam through amnesty for illegals. I don't think he would do that without trying to 
bring the other side in, but now he's just going to jam it through because, you know, whatever. That's what the left wants to do. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's a sad deal because I, I think there were a lot of people, um, you know, I, I would probably say, uh, uh, you know, probably um, uh, a good majority of the people that did actually vote for him uh, probably voted for him because they thought that he was more of a moderate. Um, and I think that they're going to find out real quick that, uh, especially with the with the no separation of power, they're going to find out real quick how left uh, that party is going to push him. I don't think anybody voted for Joe Biden. I don't. I honestly don't think anybody will vote for Joe Biden because they all voted against Trump. If and it, you know, and that doesn't usually get you that many votes, but but you can tell how many people voted for Joe Biden by how many people showed up as, at his inauguration. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Zero. Yeah, I- well, except for the people that were paid to be there. Well, yeah, I don't even well, know. They might have been for Joe because they all got vetted, and and if any of if any of them posted any pro-Trump stuff on Facebook, they got kicked out. Yeah, I saw a video video today, and it was all the <laughs> troops lined up, and I'm not sure where they were lined up down some street, and they were protecting. The motorcade from nobody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it was just soldiers. There was no people behind the soldiers, and the soldiers were just kind of looking at each other, like, "What the hell are we doing here?" You know. <laughs> well, then, then they were talking about all of this BS about you know the Trump supporters showing up at capitals and stuff like that, and then they're they're going to be armed marches and all that stuff, which none of it was true. I mean, it was all it was all an antifa ploy. And then they and then Antifa marches on Denver and then they start beating up preachers on the streets. Hmm. Like oh, like anti anti abortion preachers. But but that doesn't get covered. Apparently they were smashing windows at the Democratic um headquarters in Portland also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, and like and I was watching uh I was watching a podcast today and they had Michael Malice on it and he basically goes, Can you imagine if Romney had won in 2012 and and on you know he had beaten barack obama and on january 21st 2013 you wake up and you go wow we beat barack obama but we got mitt romney (laughs) that's what the democrats are going through right now oh yay we beat we beat trump but we got joe biden you know and and not only that but half of the democrat supporters know that they got screwed out of it i mean by the Bernie people know that they got screwed because he Bernie was going to win, but then the entire party rolled over for Joe Biden, who is senile. I mean, at best, he's senile. But yeah, did you did you see the Bernie pictures of him there today? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's just going to freaking the grocery store or something to pick up a few things. It's cold outside. It's like old. <laughs> Old Yeller, after he got bit by that rabid something, somebody needs to take him out back and put him out of his misery. Yeah. That was not that was not a threat. That was a joke. I'm he, not going to do that. He looks like uh, uh, that person in the old folks' home that they that they have sit outside just because it's COVID and nobody's coming to visit them. So that they're alone, sitting out on the cold porch. 
Just watching people walk by. Yeah. Yeah. Watching life passing by. Yeah. The old socialist who got kicked out of a commune now doesn't have anybody, any friends anymore. Yeah. That the but the Bernie supporters are what scares me because those people are radical. Well, yeah, one of them shot Steve Scalise at a at a at a baseball practice. But but let's talk about the insurrection at the Capitol where <laughs> where the two where the the Senate chamber the cop the DC Capitol Police guy comes in there and goes, "Hey guys, you know this place is sacred, right? Yeah, we're not going to do anything. We're we're just going to look walk around and then leave." <laughs> Yeah, you're just like guys. Don't touch anything. Okay, we're, we won't touch anything. But but the but but let's not talk about the the guy that got radical radicalized by Bernie Sanders and shot a, a, a Republican a Republican representative from Louisiana, the number either number one or number two guy in the in the House. That's not that's not let's not talk about that. <laughs> well, uh, so I mean. You bring up a good point, Darren. Is was the whole capital insurrection thing a ploy so that they had to bring in thirty thousand troops to make it look like people were would come to the inauguration? I don't think they're that smart. <laughs> I don't think anybody. Nobody was going to show up either way. So, I mean, they they probably used it as an excuse, but it was just a bunch of people. I, I mean, they. They've arrested 75 people for this march, mm-hmm. way more than they arrested all summer for Black Lives Matter protests anyway. But they've arrested 75 people. And and the guy who was basically egging on the woman that got shot and was in, in that whole thing, like he had like a documentary filmmaker with him and mm-hmm. he was recording, too. And this is how he got caught. His recording got posted. And. He's like egging all these people on, telling them to burn stuff. He's like, burn it down, burn it down, do it, burn it down. It comes out, oh, he's the leader of like the the Salt Lake City Antifa. Mm-hmm. But that's not in the news. Like, you're not gonna you're not gonna talk about the Antifa guy that was in there telling people to burn the Capitol down. Yeah, yeah. I, there was definitely agitators uh, within that group that that were pushing the mob mentality along. Well, it's it's obvious though because it's the antifa tactics that that they got in there. So you notice that they use the bike racks to climb walls. That's antifa. I mean, there's there's just a lot of stuff that Trump supporters aren't gonna. I mean, you look at the ninety the ninety something year old Trump supporter that was in the Capitol. Yeah, go ahead and put her on a no fly list. I don't think she's going anywhere to do any looting anytime soon. I don't think she's overthrowing any governments. Yeah. I mean, but come I mean, on, it, people. Use your use your fucking head. Yeah, um, but it, but it is interesting about how yeah Chuck Schumer comes out and says that these these people should immediately be put on a no fly list. And you're wrong. There there's been a lot of arrests during for the protesters um, throughout the summer. The problem is is that they're out within hours uh, because somebody else is paying their bail. And, Kamala Harris is yeah. paying their bail. Yeah, well, and and uh, the Hollywood elite and some of some of the others, but yeah, Kamala Harris. But was... you're impeaching a president over inciting a riot because mm-hmm. he said some words, namely, "Let's march on the Capitol, but do it peacefully." Yeah, and you got a vice president of the United States now who bailed 
insurrectionists out of jail. Bailed them out. They were they were attacking capitals. They were attacking police stations. Mm-hmm. And then you have yeah. the and then you have the district attorneys in these cities that have come out and said that we will not prosecute any crimes committed. And so you're pretty much giving these people. I mean, I mean it's it's like telling your child, okay, you have to go to bed right now. You can't watch TV. And your kid takes the TV, goes up to his room, turns on the TV up, up there, and you say, okay, you can do this, but no TV tomorrow. And they just wake up the next day. I mean, if there's no consequences, and no matter what you say or do, they're just going to keep doing it. And that's what these that's what these mob people are doing because hey I get arrested and I immediately get let out and then I go out and I commit more crimes. It's the same problem that New York is having with a uh, you know no cash bail um, because I mean they have murderers they have robbers who get let out and are getting told that you know nothing's really going to happen to you until you know your trial date which could be years from now because you know the court systems are backed up. So since there's no consequences, it just escalates more and more. Yet, when when a group, you know, has anger, and obviously there were people within that crowd whipping them up, I'm not saying that the uh, the riots at the Capitol were warranted or needed or anything like that, but I'm just saying that I think that's a natural reaction to, well, Abraham Lincoln said it best, you know, when you have a people who no longer believe that laws matter, they become radicalized. And that's kind of what happened at the Capitol. Mm. And I know that was a quote from Abraham Lincoln because I read it on the internet. <laughs> oh, that's no, but... got to be true for sure. <laughs> but no, it is, it is, it is one of his quotes. And, and, it, and it's true. If you, if, if you see the message that laws no longer matter, um, this is a natural, natural reaction. This is a natural push in the other direction. And you would have thought that people would have then, you know, got wise and said, okay, now we need to curb this, uh, this reaction. And instead our leaders, uh, are throwing fire or throwing gas on the fire. And it's, and it's amazing to see the lack of leadership. Well, you can just see it in all the major cities. All they keep talking about is defunding the police. The crime just keeps going up and up and up. You know, I mean, and then they want to make it. You're making an excuse for the people. Oh, it's not your fault. It's the police's fault. You know. Yep. But then they, but then they, they want to know. Well, why is crime on the rise? Why is this happening? Why should we be? Why should we be funding the police if if crime is going up? <laughs> right yeah yeah that, that's the thing well it's not working so we gotta try something else well it worked for you know decades and now you guys screwed it all up mm-hmm. definitely yeah i i don't know how this ends i i just can't imagine if they do more of the blm protests you know some black guy's gonna get shot eventually by the police because it just happens you know Obviously, well, even I mean, even when they shoot them and it's warranted, it, it's 
Oh, he shouldn't have shot him. Well, he was coming at me with a gun. Well, yeah, you should have talked him down. Well, we tried that for half an hour. Well, well you should have hit him with a stun gun. Well, we we tried that too, and he got he got up from it right away. You know, it, it doesn't matter. They just, you know. Notice how they aren't talk. Notice how they aren't talking about the woman that got shot at the Capitol. Like she oh, didn't yeah. have a gun. She wasn't yeah. a threat. She didn't harm any police officers. She just yeah. was trying to climb through a window. So let's shoot her in the chest. Because yeah. that's the way I guess we solve things now. But if a guy runs at you with a knife and you shoot him, then, you know, that's bad. Because, you know, he's not white. This is well, you need to be uh, You need to be consistent across the board, right? Like, it, you're, if you're not obeying orders, that's going to happen. You know? I well, mean, I mean, yeah. yeah, but they knew that she didn't have a gun. Hmm. I mean, and there was a bunch of them. I don't know. I don't yeah. think they they should have shot her. I mean, because th- at least give her a command to not do it. I think they just shot her. I think. I think that uh, I think that every time somebody loses their life like that, it, it's a tragedy. But, um, you know, it, it's like the Jacob Blake situation. I don't know if any of you guys saw the Michael Strahan. Um, <laughs> was brave and did an interview with him and, and asked him about the situation and his whole feelings on the, on, on what happened. And hang, hang uh, on. Did, did he rape Michael Strahan before or no? <laughs> Just want to clear that up before we go any further with that. Well, Michael Strahan was, was interviewing from interviewing him from up a flight of stairs. So I don't think actually, actually, okay. um, Strahan was willing. <laughs> no, uh, but I mean, like, okay, the but the the whole thing of it was that uh, Strahan, you know, was like asking him about his feelings, and in his answers, Blake said, after they tased me, and 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 I, you know, I I'm not a hundred percent. I only watched it this one time, but the gist of it was is that he said that after he got tased he realized he had his knife on him so he grabbed his knife and people were yelling uh and then he tried to get into the car and that's when they sh- you know so that he could put his knife back in his car and then allow him to be arrested that yeah like, right after, right after he was going to put his knife back into the, his car then he was going to give up to the cops but they shot him first. Was that one of the cops' names? Was was Car? Because he was going to put his knife <laughs> in a car. Yeah, I think that's exactly what. Is it like Derek that, Carr's second job? I mean, he could come up with a better excuse than that. I mean, he he's had like six months to to come up with a good lie, and that was his best one. I was going to put my knife back in my car. I mean, okay. you saw what happened. I don't think he does his best thinking when he. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he's a good, I don't think he's really a thinker. Yeah. Well, and then he talked about how, like, he just looked back at his kids thinking that, you know, like he was counting his blinks and his heartbeats because he thought he was going to die after they shot him. And he just kept trying to tell his kids how much he loved them. And I was just like, man, you know, the idea that, He's trying to make it that the cops wanted to shoot him. They tried everything. It was their last option. Um, and, well, yeah, and, and he's got the kids. So you got a crazed guy with a knife 
getting ready to take off in a car with two kids or however many kids. So what are the cops supposed to do? And the cops don't know that those are his kids or they're the baby mama's kids or what the situation is. Even if they are, even if they are his kids, I mean, you can't just let the guy leave. He's been proven to be crazy. I mean, he can't be trusted to leave. I mean, he's probably under the influence of something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if he takes off, smashes that car into traffic kills the kids kills somebody in the other car it'd be well why didn't the police stop him yeah, well he no. walked through a taser that usually means you're on something like pcp or something yeah yeah you're right yeah i mean because most people can't walk through a taser especially a couple of them no i got an oculus well, I've seen it on live PD, which I'm no longer allowed to watch. I didn't hear what you said, Mark. I, was that a joke? Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Uh, hangover <laughs> from, from a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot him in the face. Sometimes it takes two to get these big boys down. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. Is that the first one? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that. But yeah, I don't know. It's I just can't. This whole world's gone mad. And then not only that, but probably the only reason why Biden got selected, I guess I'm not going to, you know, he got he was able to get close enough to even, you know, cheat his way into the office. He uh, was the COVID thing. And and it's just getting nuts. It's just getting more nuts and more nuts and more nuts because now, basically, Wall Street thinks that COVID's over and everybody's buying stocks now because, I mean, in South Dakota here, we got, I was just looking at the numbers today and we're down to 4,000 active cases. We basically dropped from 20,000 in the, like the last two months to 4,000 active cases. Our hospitalization rate is, is, you know, a third of what it was then. And we have, we have 100,000 recovered cases. There's 800,000 people in the state, and that's that's what they know of. So that's one-eighth of the state has been inoculated just by getting it. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 proven cases. I mean, you think about how many people think that they've had it, but they haven't had it. I'd be willing to bet it's at least double that, if not triple. Yeah. So you got so let's just just think of it this way. South Dakota is like the number one for vaccines. Like we have like probably right now, like six to ten percent of our population vaccinated you throw that in there we're like 50 to 60 percent <sighs> immunity from this thing now it's over I'm... in here it's over in this state yeah i mean in another month we're gonna be we're gonna be 70 percent probably well and didn't fauci said like herd immunity would be like 50 70 percent like that well you know i no. know that he moved that yeah, he said it was to be 50%, and then a month later he said it was going to be 60, then a month later it was going to be 70, and then a month later it's going to be 80, and then and then two months after that he said it's never going to end. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the conventional wisdom, well, I mean, the, the problem with COVID is, is, I don't even think it's probably really that, that strong of a disease, just in general, but the problem is, is it's novel, so it's new. So everybody can get it. Nobody has immunity. 
So mm-hmm. the people that were going to die from the common cold are going to die from the common cold, right? But they get COVID, which is basically the common cold. And it's kind of a severe one. It, it's bad. I mean, it's not great, but it's not as bad as the flu. It's COVID is not as bad as the flu. The flu kills kids. COVID doesn't even touch kids. And then, yeah. and then you got, you know, people, the, the problem is, is like everybody can get it and it spreads easily. It spreads like a cold. So, you know, if you're, if, if one person's got it and then they come in, come into contact with four people and those four people get it and so on and so on and so on, you know, you're not, your transmissions rate's going to be astronomical. But if, if you got herd immunity and that one person comes into contact with two people, then, you know, only one of the people has a chance of getting it, you know, and they're probably not, you know, maybe they don't get it. And then that, you know, and then it just dies off. So that's how he herd immunity works. So that one person gets sick, but then like the people he comes in contact with, he doesn't spread it. So then it just, so then that one person dies off and eventually it just, it just stops Mm -hmm. because it can't spread, you know, well this, so this one family's this entire family's got it, and this this entire family doesn't. Well, if they never cross paths, it never gets transmitted. <laughs> I think that uh, I think also that it's pretty telling that um, I know of I know of a couple of people who I I talked to today that said that uh, their companies are are coming out with plans to um, get back to normal today, like. And it's just weird that the communication is going out today about, hey, we plan that we're going to be able to get back to normal. And um, and it's just, well, that's that's kind of weird timing, huh? It's almost like when you announce a vaccine the day after the election. Yeah. And then New York State or Andrew Cuomo was basically saying, well, last week is basically saying, oh, within the next month, we have to get back to normal. We can't do this anymore. No yep. shit. And, and Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, well, she's Chicago crazy. I mean, look at her hair. Beetlejuice. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh my Did god, she... you said it you said it too many times. She's appeared in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen like uh, the nice pictures of her? Like it doesn't even look like the same person. Like when she first took office and she had like hair that she combed to the side and like makeup on. And now she's scary. I'm surprised she didn't get a job in Biden's cabinet. I mean, it's just affirmative action 24-7 there. Well, well whatever do you mean? <laughs> I mean, the, the Pennsylvania Health and Human Services person that his only claim to fame was taking its mother out of a nursing home and and basically pu- putting in COVID patients into that nursing home, killing untold thousands of people. And that's the person you're going to put on your cabinet or, you know, you're going to nominate that person to a position in your, in your cabinet or, you know, on the health and human services thing. And well, you're going to tell me that's... that that's because that person did a good job. There's not a single person that's better. That that's not their only claim to fame. I mean, they also did talk about having a safe orgy by by doing doggy style only. Yeah, 
I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just beyond the pale that you would like you don't think that we're gonna notice that this person got nominated and it's I mean it's not because this is this is the best person. We can just throw that out there because this person killed people by doing the wrong thing when it when it mattered most. And they knew that this was going to happen before it happened. I mean, they knew it because they took their mom out of a nursing home. But, but Darren, they, they are not trying to get it to where you don't notice it. They're trying to promote it as much as possible. This is going to be the first openly trans person ever to be a member of a, uh, of a presidential cabinet. And the... First Native American relations person is going to be Native American. And the first this is that, and the first this is that, and the first this is that. And they're so worried about checking that box and about about identity politics. It's, um, I mean, it really does take away from them. If they are the most qualified for that position, um, you're taken away by by saying oh but it's good because they're the first this how does why would that matter all yeah, it ma- matters is that they are the best for that position i do think i do think it's hilarious that the surgeon i believe this i don't i think it's the surgeon general i'm not exactly sure it's it's a black guy under trump mm-hmm. and yep. basically he didn't resign so biden's first act was to fire a black guy <laughs> Oh yeah, isn't it Ben? Isn't Ben Carson's the? No, he's the. It's the Secretary HUD. of Education, I, or yeah, HUD. HUD. Betsy, Be- Betsy DeVos. Uh, Betsy. Yeah, she resigned after the Capitol thing, because yeah. you know where her bread is buttered. The teachers' unions. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, she she fought with the teachers' union. She's just, I think she's, she's one of them, you know, connected people that you know doesn't wanna have bad appearances you know doesn't want to work for orange man because orange man's bad now that a bunch of people did what they weren't supposed to do and stormed the capital yeah not saying that they should have i I don't think they should have stormed the capital that was stupid but to think that they were actually going to hurt anybody that if you think that you're dumb you are dumb Mm -hmm. i mean they're they're sitting there joking with the cops it's on video it's it's not like they were going to hurt anybody yeah it, well, i mean all it is there's video of them cheating in pennsylvania on the election but that oh that wasn't that that was uh something else yeah they, yeah. they were gonna always count those ballots that weren't in ballot containers that that are you know usable by this by the by the um by the state and and they were gonna do it you know in a place where, you know, you're not supposed to keep ballots. They were, they were keeping them in a place you weren't supposed to keep ballots in containers that weren't supposed to be used. And they, they only took them out after everybody left and nobody was around to see it. And then they scanned them more than once. But, you know, it's, you know, it, whatever. It's, they, they were going to, you know, they were supposed to do that. Yeah. That's standard procedure. Did you see uh, the, one of the, election officials in Atlanta came out and said that, uh, you know, the, the six suitcases from underneath the table, um, you know, that, uh, he, he came out and tried to explain that and said that Rudolph Giuliani, you know, cut up this video to make it seem to see what we wanted to see, but here's the unedited for 60 minutes. Right. 
And, uh, and he was like, well, them waiting for people to leave, that was my fault. And, and they were like, explain more. Oh, well, because uh, they were telling me that they wanted to knock off for the night. And, and, and so when I found out about that, that's when I called so-and-so and I told her, no, no, you need to keep counting for as long as possible. And, and oh, so that's why everybody left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, they wanted to be done for the night. And I told them that they had to keep going. That makes no sense, guy. That makes no sense. Everyone has seen the video. Everyone sees the lady staring them down, saying that they have to leave. Her waiting for the Republicans uh, uh, to walk out the door. And then her turning around and pulling out those ballots. Like, it, it's like them saying that the pipe pipe burst thing, too. You know, of, of, well, that's why there was a delay. No, that was in the morning. That's not why there was a delay. You know, that's not what slowed it down. Like, all, you know, you keep getting lied to again and again by the media. And then they make fun of you when they say, well, you don't. You don't believe us? Well, no, because I've caught you in a lie. How many times? You know? Yeah. yeah. And, well, I've been thinking about this whole problem. And, and the only way to fix it is to, we need to have paper ballots for everything. I think the Dominion machines need to go. You know, you can't have non-paper ballot machines. It's just stupid. Because those can be met, tampered with and nobody will ever know. So you have paper yeah. ballots for everything. And then the scanners should take an image of every ballot. And then they, it should just be uploaded into the cloud so people can just look at them. So you can just mm -hmm. look at the precinct. If it looks weird, you can say something. So, and then not only that, but if you vote by mail, your name should be on the ballot. I don't, and there's nothing in the constitution that says that your vote has to be private. There's nothing in there that says it. And two, mm -hmm. you're basically, I mean, if you want your vote to be, be private, go in in person and vote. You can do it that way, and all the ballots should be numbered and encoded so that they can be traced back to where they came from. There should be no way for a ballot, an unknown ballot, to make it into a precinct where, you know, where it should be known. Yeah. So. Yep. Like, the, you know, they fixed something that wasn't broken. You know? Well, they, Absolutely. yeah, they, they fixed mean, they it. Had is right. Yeah, fixed it twice. <laughs> but, I mean, it's such a simple thing. You go, you, you mark the box, and you leave. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And if you, and if you can't take the time to go down there yourself to vote and do your civic duty, I don't want this laziness of, you know, everyone's like, well, every vote counts. Well, no, there's some dumb people out there that if you promise them something shiny, they'll vote for you. That's not who we want to attract. Um, as, you know, you, you should, I mean, I almost wish that there was a, a civics test that you had, to, you, you had to answer the simple questions of what are the three branches of government? What does your, you know, uh, I mean, because the disinterested people um, you know, the ones that are voting because they have a D or an R in front of their name, um, that's a problem, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and 
then you want to make it even easier for somebody and say, oh, just sometime within the next two months, send in this ballot. Okay, that's another problem. And then well, you come with the, the fraud with the mail-in ballots too, or paying for votes, like what happened in Texas. Well, I'm fine with early voting too. I mean, if you want to have early voting, you know, and just keep the polls open for two months and people can come in and vote, that's fine. Just as long as they can verify it's that person, you know, yeah. and, and not having a, a state issued ID to vote is stupid. Why would you not allow, why would you not have a state issued ID? And then, and, and then a lot of, a lot of times they won't let, they, they won't let people clean the voter rolls. If you haven't voted in 20 years, why are you still on the voter roll? Yeah. I mean, you probably moved. And then, so let's say you moved and then you got a place like Nevada and they, they say, oh, because of COVID, we're just going to send a ballot out to every single registered voter. Not to mention, you, you know, every single registered voter who's ever registered and they've never cleared the voter rolls. And, you know, you probably got some people who haven't voted in 20 years. They get a ballot and then obviously they, they no longer live in Nevada. So they sent their ballot off to California where they moved to and they're big libs. So we're just going to go ahead and fill that out and vote for Joe Biden because we hate Trump, you know, orange man bad. So mm -hmm. then all these ballots come in and you don't eat. There's no way to verify whether they're real or not. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, it's it's like I said, you know, when somebody said, well, are you, how can you say that the election was stolen? I mean, really, when you look at it, think of the conspiracy, how big that would have to be. No, it doesn't need to be a conspiracy. All it has to be is enough idiots, you know, doing doing what they want. You know, um, they don't have to work in, in coordination with each other. I mean, all it need all it needs to be is you know, like like you guys have said, you know, the fix something that's not broken, make it easier for somebody to commit fraud, you make it easier and untraceable for somebody to commit fraud, and and the, you make it easy and let the worst happen. The worst is is going to happen. You get President Biden. Um. Well, I mean, and then and then you got incredible things like going to bed with Trump up by eight hundred thousand votes in Michigan, and then waking mm -hmm. up the next day and he's losing. Yeah, that's not credible. You know, I look at it like I like I look at it as a football game. You know, they always say, "Well, the refs don't decide," but the refs can decide a game. It's pretty simple. They they just have to screw up two or three calls, and that's enough because both teams are trying to win the game. That that's what mm -hmm. I always always frustrates with me with when people are are saying, "Well, the refs didn't the refs didn't make a you know." decide the game but it that's all it takes is two or three plays all it takes is you know two or three states to decide you know what we really hate uh donald trump just get a couple people in there to you know fudge mm -hmm. the numbers and then and and we're golden and that's all it took you know michigan yeah. and pennsylvania and arizona or well, um, georgia well, it's you know? really weird. Like when I was watching it on election night, they had the New York Times tracker of the three states because they didn't do all of them for some stupid reason. And it kind of makes me wonder if that, this wasn't all part of the plan. But they did the tracker for Florida, North Carolina, or sorry, Florida, North Carolina, and, and, and Georgia. So, you know, 
it, it, when it started, Biden was up just like he was in or just like Hillary was in 2016. Hillary was up. Hillary was going to win. You know, the, the needle was tracking like three, four percent for Hillary in all, all the states. And then as the votes start coming in, they realize, oh, Trump is outperforming what they thought he was going to do and what the polls thought he was going to do. And all of a sudden the needle starts to swing and it just swings and it just swings. And in North Carolina, he's all of a sudden he's he's probably going to win by one in Georgia. He's going to win by four in Florida. He's going to win by four. And then all of a sudden, just at like two in the morning, like right before I went to bed, Georgia just goes, just swings from Trump's going to win by one, by four. And it just it just starts creeping back. And all of a sudden, Trump's going to lose by two just out of nowhere. Where the other mm-hmm. states, where the other states were, they just stayed the way that they were. North Carolina just just stayed as Trump's going to win by one, and Florida stayed as Trump's going to win by three or four, but Georgia somehow swung the other way, and I mean, and you look at Ohio, Ohio, you know, the polls had Trump up by like probably like three or four. I can't even remember anymore. It wasn't really that big. It was still a battleground state, but. The polls were wrong, and it swung farther to Trump. Trump ended up winning by eight points. Yeah, and Ohio, say. Ohio's a lot like Michigan, but somehow, overnight, they just found a bunch of ballots, and it went went to Biden. But in Ohio, it didn't. I, it doesn't make any. I mean, it just seems like you know there was one or two spots that just don't make any sense, and it just swung. It just swung the vote. Well, and and just the the consistency of the stories of the go home, we're done counting. Send your send your people, your observers yeah. home, um, and that happens in Michigan and in Georgia, in Philadelphia, and, and Detroit. And, yep, yep. In Atlanta. Yep, and it's Phoenix. always it's always the big cities. It's always you know that 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 all this sh- chicanery comes from, and then. I mean, I don't, I just don't know. I mean, I th- I think I think we could probably do a whole show on just the evidence um, of of what's been presented so far, because the the one thing that always drives me nuts too is, well, then if there was evidence of this stuff, then he would have had his day in court, and I was like, but the problem is, is that they're dismissing the cases in some in some points. The judges even say, well, you do have a case here, but you should have probably brought this up sooner, you know, yeah, or before the election. Yep. You should have brought this up before the election, not not after the election. Well, what does that matter? If if we see that if 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 Trump was Trump was saying before the election that mail in ballots are going to be disastrous for us, this is going to be horrible, um, you know, it. it it, you're going to have fraud if you do this. Um, and then he shows proof of, yeah, we, we have some fraud here. We have some, we have some major issues. Well, you should have brought this up before the election. You should have made it so that they wouldn't have been able to do mail-in ballots. Well, how, okay. do, you do, how do you do that, though? I mean, yeah. Any, anyway, what, what I think is interesting, you know, the media says there's no evidence there. Well, well, if they if they let this um, if they let this impeachment trial go forward, basically they're impeaching Trump because he said 
you know, to go and storm the Capitol and, and all this stuff, which he didn't say. And not only that, but if you take his words out of context, like they did in the impeachment thing, he said those words after it started. So it couldn't possibly have been that. So that, that argument's pretty much off the table. So what they've been doing is they've been changing their tact. They've been saying, well, he's been lying about the election, about them, about the election being stolen. So these people have become radicalized and that's the reason why they stormed the Capitol. And that's, you know, it's 15 jumps to the conclusion, which, which is stupid, by the way. Mm-hmm. So basically what they're going to do is they're going to say they're going to try him on that. Well, if they try him on that, then he can basically bring in evidence saying that, oh, well, what I was saying is true. So what's your point? So he could he could basically go through the evidence on the on the election shenanigans and he can. You know, he can bring that up and. I don't think that now I don't think that they're going to they're going to hold the trial because I don't think they want that to come out. (laughs) Oh, I guess guess they could pass rules to not allow him to defend himself. I mean, that's about the only thing they could do because Roberts doesn't want to preside over the trial. Well, so if well, the Constitution says the chief justice shall provide preside over the over the trial. So if they somehow make it so that kamala presides over the trial i don't think it's constitutional but i mean they do whatever they want anyways so i didn't think it was constitutional for people to say that you can't run your business but i guess it is stupid i it's just the whole thing everything pisses me off everything sucks (laughs) you know i did you guys see the trader joe's manager or whatever talk to the person about the mask did no, see that at all? I saw a headline that said that watch how expertly they deny this person's service. Right, they're just and people are like, oh, business. Everyone you know is defending the Trader Joe manager. You know, businesses can do what they want. Businesses can do you what they want, except if you're a restaurant or a bar, you can't do what you want, I guess. But <laughs> it's okay for. I know Trader Joe's is definitely an essential business, considering I'm 37 years old and I've never been inside of one. So, well, it's a regional grocery store. I mean, people, you know what I mean. Like, we don't have Wawa's here. We don't have. Isn't, isn't Trader Joe's like a? Isn't it a hippie store? Like, no, it's just a grocery store. I think it's just yeah, a regular I mean, grocery store. No, but I mean, they sell like organic stuff. Like, it is. It's it like it's like a California it. grocery store. I'm pretty sure all California grocery stores sell organic crap. I think it's more like a cheaper grocery store. The one the one good thing though about uh, Trader Joe's is that they finally did push back on their on their naming of their stuff uh, because yeah. what was that? Yeah, Trader Jose's. Wasn't it, yeah, wasn't it Jose's or something? They got yeah, yeah, and Trader Juan and Trader. You know, it's like all the names for john uh or joe you know um uh you know is what is what basically their their brand is and they were going to change it all because an 18 year old said so one 18 year old said so yeah i I don't know i i don't really agree with the aunt joe mama syrup (laughs) (laughs) joe mama I think well if if they were trying no, I better not say that. Never mind. That's, that's really 
Well, I mean, yeah, because Rich, you don't want to get canceled. I mean, that's that's the thing nowadays. Is you know, yeah. you say you say one um, uh, one thing, and somebody doesn't like it. You know, I mean, like look, you look at the Trader Joe. That's one eighteen-year-old that doesn't that doesn't like what what uh, uh, a company's doing, and a multi-million-dollar corporation almost changed their whole marketing strategy because one person said this is racist. Yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah. Well, and, and then can't... I was. Oh, sorry. You guys go. Oh yeah, the and then you got the got the girl. What she was going to Alabama or something like that, and she uh, she said the n word in a song lyric that she was being recorded singing. Uh, well, I had heard it was like a a Snapchat video, um, to her friends, um, you know that it sound it sounded like it was, you know, something dumb to say but i mean it it sounded like it was um something that was thrown around Uh, but they were singing a song they were singing a popular rap song at the time no she had just gotten her license and then she had said um now i know how to drive all you n-words i don't Uh, think that's correct i think she was singing a song you can you can look it up but i'm pretty sure that it was it was that um and 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 the reason why is because I had looked it up because I wanted I wanted to know a little bit more about it because um something struck me as odd. Did you know that this guy held on to this for 4 years and waited until she was in college and waited for the right moment to release this? And he came out and said that he did that on purpose because he wanted to make sure that she lost something important because of it. Yeah, I saw that. I, I was, I was, uh, I, I just can't believe that somebody would do that. That would just sit on something for that long just to ruin somebody's life. I mean, they should really look at the kid who did that and probably get him a psych evaluation or something. Yeah. That's yeah, like, I mean, that's like some psychopath crap right there. Yeah, definitely. Like that's, that's, I, I sat on it. I waited I was mad for four years over this rather than going to the person and just saying, Hey, you shouldn't say that, you know, or even if she let's, let's even say in some hypothetical situation, this guy did go to her and said, Hey, you shouldn't say that. And all their friends were like, leave us alone. Like, I don't care what you think and walked away. That should have been the end of it of like, I confronted him. That's all that I can do. Hey, that's hateful, or hey, I didn't like that. Um, and don't say that. Not, I'm going to plot my revenge like a goddamn Bond villain. <laughs> and, you know, well, now let's wait until I send this out to the, all the news media of, look at this. This is, a, this is a brand new cheerleader for, yeah, it was Alabama or LSU or something like that. Yeah. And she gets canceled, and her life is ruined. Because he didn't like it. Not that yeah. I've ever condoned the N-word, but at the same time, where is redemption or where is where is personal responsibility and personal boundaries? Yeah, and I, I did look it up. She did just say what you were you were talking about. So okay. it wasn't a song. 
So I guess that makes it a little worse, but still. Well, but it's, I think it's a it, word. She didn't kill anybody. She didn't hit anybody with her car. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, obviously, if she was like, now I'm going to run over all you. It, it sounds like, I mean, we all grew up in the 90s, right? And I remember for the longest time, people would say, oh, that's uh, gay or oh, that, you know, like when saying something was bad. And that was just thrown around. Especially you know? when you miss a putt. Yeah, 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 that guy. Oh, yeah. Um, but I mean, like, that still didn't make sense. I was like, <laughs> why did he say that? Um, um, but yeah, I mean, like, but growing up in the 90s, I, I, I mean, I would never say that now. I would never say yeah. I've grown up. And I've, and, you know, oh, that could be hurtful to, to say that in a negative connotation, you know. And, and, you know, you didn't say it. That's the other thing here. This, this girl was 16. She was, and, she, I don't think she was 16. I think she was younger than that. I think she was 14 or 15. Yeah, and, and so she said something. Maybe she grew up and said, God, you know, saying that with my friends back in the day, um, that, was, that was dumb of me. Now I've grown up, and I realized I would never say that now. Oh, here comes so-and-so to to ruin my life because I said it, you know, four years ago or five years ago or whatever it was, um, you know, probably something that she doesn't even remember saying at this point. Um, and people are applauding the kid saying, well, that's good. That's good that he, that he did this. Well, wow. and not only that, but you think about it this way, like if some kid who was, let's say, let's say he was 16 or 15. Right. Mm -hmm. And let's say they, they, got drunk and were behind the wheel and they hit another person and, and paralyzed them or something. Mm -hmm. And then they went to prison and they were in prison and, and they got their GED in prison. And then when they got out, they got into Alabama because of their story. Now think about that. Like you got one person who actually harmed somebody and they probably got into the college because of their story because mm -hmm. they harmed somebody and they turned their life around. But this person doesn't even, you know, says a word, a word for crying out loud. And then somebody records it or saves it and then they just ruin their life. And her life is ruined. I mean, she might as well just go to prison. Yeah. Yeah, she's not getting into another college. That's going to follow her around. No college is going to want that. Not, not with the way that they think. Well, I mean, depends on where. I mean, if you go to, to go maybe Kentucky. Well, I mean, yeah, she could go to the KKK college, I guess. They yeah. would, they, she would be an honor. She'd probably have a full ride there. But... For carpentry? <laughs> yeah, for carpentry. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't talking about the Ku Klux Klan. I was talking about Carl's Carpentry and Corners. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe that, she needs to just go to a technical school, and then she wouldn't, she'd graduate with zero debt and actually get a real job, probably. So. Yeah. It, yeah, it might be the best thing for her uh, yeah. rather than getting her head filled with liberal agenda. But the thing I, I just I just think about is where did redemption go? Where where did forgiveness go? Where did you know somebody saying, you know, we shouldn't do this cancel culture because people grow as and, and isn't that what we want, right? Isn't that the whole 
the whole idea is, is that we grow up and we, and we learn from our past mistakes or somebody comes along and knocks us on our rear and, and we learn from that and we say, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, I've grown from that. So, so because somebody made a mistake back when they were a kid, because somebody made some horrible jokes, um, now we're supposed to say, okay, well, that's who you are forever. Now you're branded with the scarlet letter of, uh, you know, and, and you are, you can never be anything more than what you were when you were 12 years old and you called somebody a bad word. Well, yeah. And not only that, but this, that generation, you know, they've recorded everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've recorded everything. I, I can't imagine what I would have said back then. Like, like if you, if I recorded everything I did. Yeah. You know, I probably would have recorded myself doing something terrible. Yeah. But, I'm sure I've made some mistakes and have forgotten about them. But then you got, you know, I don't know. It, it's just it, the whole, it's just, it's nuts. And it's a word. It's, it's a freaking word. That's yeah. not even said to somebody. I mean, I could see if it was said out of anger to somebody, but it wasn't even, I don't know. Yeah, context matters. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, unless you're Trump. Yeah, yeah. Then it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, like it's like the Major League Baseball guy, the the GM for the Mets. I mean, context there matters too. Um, you know, he a reporter at when he was with the Cubs, a reporter had asked for his number or his business card, and they exchanged numbers so that hey, if you want to ever leak anything, or if you ever want to. Um, have an interview with, uh, you know, somebody that you sign, let me know. And, you know, I'd be happy to, you know, completely professional transaction. And that's, and that's the context of the story. So he should never have sent her a picture of his dick because obviously that was not the context of the number giving. Well, he, is that what he did? Yeah. No, 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 no. It gets better than that. (laughs) He's He sent 60 text messages to her and she didn't respond to one. She didn't respond mm-hmm. to any. So then he sent well, he sent her a dick pic. And it's not quite it, and it's not quite sure whether it's his or not. Give him a break. I mean, maybe 61 <laughs> was was a magic number, you know? <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a um Hail Mary. It? Yeah. You know, right was Roger Maris to hit 61 in a row. You know, yeah, sixty-one games. Yeah. Maybe she was a big baseball fan. It's just her lucky number. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I thought but, I I, mean, maybe it was like his last attempt. Like he was like, "All right, I played nice enough with this. Let's just lay it all out on the line. Here's what I'm after." <laughs> well, I know, and but if you really were that worried about it, you should have went to the authorities, filed a yeah. complaint. Yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna wait till. You know, four wait years. till four years later, and then after he gets a different job, you're going to ruin his life. Why didn't you ruin his life at the time? And and I guess I would like to know, you know, because it sounds like, you know, uh, and I haven't heard any anything more than the official story, but I've heard some other rumors of, um, you know, where initially there was text back and forth um, that were a little flirty. Um, and then it was the 60 some messages and, and I would like to know, like it was those 60 some messages all like within one night as he was hammered or what was it, 
either, either way, it's a horrible thing to do. You should never send a dick pic to to somebody. But you know, like it it would it, it would have been interesting to me if if like one of the last messages she would have said like, "Hey, this is." you know, when they were going back and forth, like, Hey, I'm just looking for a professional relationship. And, you know, I'm sorry if I've given you any miscon misconception. And then the 60s started, um, you know, like it's, it's just, um, women shouldn't have to deal with guys sending them, you know, unsolicited dick pics. Um, I mean, we don't want a whole bunch of Brett Favre's doing that. Right. Um, but, but at the same time, it is, it is interesting to me that you're absolutely right, Darren. She waited four years and she waited until he got his dream job, had made a big splash. And then she was like, you think he's great? Look at this. I think he, I think he, he's probably fine as long as he doesn't send the dick pic. What he should have done is one morning when he took a really big dump. You should have took a picture of that and sent it to her and, and said, see, see what that is. That's impressive. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what kind of Something shit are you funny. <laughs> no, I, you know, maybe, maybe this cancel culture started with the, the Minnesota Vikings love boat. I call it the you Brockberg. The Brock... <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Inside shot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it it is a little it is a little psycho what he did, but still, I mean, it's four years later. I mean, let it go. Yeah, it's a little psycho that she hung on to it too. They're meant for each other. <laughs> so, okay. Why did it? Why wait? Why did the council culture be, begin with the love boat? Is it because the the guy's boyfriend was upset about it? Well, yeah. I mean, it just you, you think. The Vikings were the first team to do something stupid like that. No. I mean, come on. Well, you look at the look at the Cowboys. Jerry Jones had a party house for him so that they didn't get caught. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't. I'm not defending what they did. I, I could care less. I mean, yeah. it was funny when it happened, honestly. But um, you know, it's they're NFL players. It's it's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, all of a sudden, oh, geez. You got how disgusting it was, and this and that. And I don't yeah. know. I just. Well, you're right. It's like it's like you hear that, um, you know, like the Packers have a a sex cabin some somewhere near Green Bay that the players take all their their. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers takes Mark Shamura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean it. But I mean, it sounds like you know this isn't seven seconds in heaven. Yeah. Oh my God, that is such a horrible story. Um. The you're, but I mean, you're right. I mean, like it. All these NFL people do it. This is just the first where somebody outside of what had happened said, "Well, this isn't this isn't good," and they got a reaction. Um. And I don't know if that's beginning you know where where it all began but you're right i mean it's that's that is kind of what cancel culture was it wasn't even the person it wasn't even the worker at the boat that had a problem with what they were seeing it was you know although it was disgusting i don't condone it 
but it was she got home and told her boyfriend, oh my gosh, this is what happened at work. And he was like, no, that's not all right. And then made a big stink about it, you know? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I mean, it's just something. I don't even really remember what the whole story was, but, you know, having strippers on a party boat and you're expecting the NFL players not to do that, I think is a little, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, the NFL players are going to go to strip clubs. They're going to see strippers. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Well, I think it was the sex acts. Um, wow. But I mean, it basically turned into a huge orgy. Well, it's okay if you do it doggy style, Mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Can't pass the COVID, you know? Yeah. As long as you guys don't kiss, that's all right. Just, you know. Well, I think the funny, funny thing is, is that's probably more acceptable now because they're trying to normalize sex workers. Yeah. Yeah, they're. And now it would be seen as brave, stunning, and brave. I heard, I heard she got one in the stunning from <laughs> from Fred Smoot and one in the brave from Dante Culpepper. Oh, oh man, Fred Smoot, the worst <laughs> free agent signing of all time for the Vikings. No, well, he's up there. <laughs> what about the what about the end they got this year? I don't know. I didn't watch. I guess that was a trade. Yeah, in Dockway. But I think I think Smoot was like one of the highest paid players for those two or three years that with us. I thought he only played for a year. I don't know. I think it was a couple. Years. Yeah, because I think in one year he did pretty good, and then the next year after the Love Boat, it all fell apart. Mm. Yeah, because he used to. He used to call himself Blanket. He could cover the world. Yeah, and then he went to Cincinnati and got destroyed. Because he's yeah, Michael Jackson's kid, daughter? Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, so kind of before we before we sign off here, I, I watched the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. So I've been kind of watching Catfish, which has been bad because they don't go anywhere anymore. They just interview people over Skype, which kind of sucks. But the stories have gotten, some of the stories are really good. Like, I don't know. They've, they've gotten not great. Like, they've gotten kind of unbelievable. You know, they're kind of they're doing this shocking thing. Well, this last one looked believable, but it was hilarious. I mean, I don't know. It was sad. It was, it was hilarious sad. So this, this guy's girlfriend, who he has three kids with, he, so he's, I'm guessing he's 26 now, but 10 years earlier, he had met this girl on Xbox. Okay. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend's just like, well, you need, you need to meet her for closure before we get married. Keep in mind, she's got three kids with this guy, three kids. Yeah. So, so, so they're like, so they call him up and they're, you know, they're, they're investigating this girl and, and uh, like, He's like, well, I'm pretty sure she's real because I've I've gotten nudes from her, and you know, yada yada yada. You know, you wouldn't think that you would just get nudes of a girl, and so so they call him, so they find the girl, and it's the real girl, and he and she goes, well, I've never met this guy, but and I've never put nudes out on the web, but I I think I know where they came from, 
So they get on they get on the Skype and there's two women on the Skype. One of them's older. And it's so it's the it's the real girl who the pictures of and all this stuff. And it's her mom who happens to be like probably like 55-ish now. She's so 55, 60. Oh my god. Her mom, after she left the house, and like she would go on Xbox and troll for guys on Xbox. And then she would like go into her room at night and take pictures off of her phone and transfer them to herself and send them out and catfish guys. Oh my like, God. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> so she catfished the 16 year old boy, basically with like, it was just it was just the most amazing thing I've ever seen. It was just so crazy. I was like, wow. You gotta watch so she it. Took, she took nudes of her underage daughter. No, she was eighteen. Try. She was eighteen years old. Oh, that makes it so but, much. But better. the daughter had him on her but the daughter had him on her phone already, right? Yeah, so Same. she I guess she was sending him to her boyfriend. But like she would it it was just it's just insane. But she like went on to Xbox I, she went on to, to Xbox to catfish these these boys because she was lonely, and then she she's sending pictures of her own freaking daughter to these people. Like, oh. are you serious? Shoot yeah. her! <laughs> uh, I was like, wow. I was like, I've seen some bizarre ones. Like, there was a pretty good one. Like, uh, like. Uh, uh, there was, there was a, uh, there was one probably on like the first season where this guy, he, uh, he basically, he was talking with this girl who have who he thought was a trans woman. So he thought, or, you know, had both parts or something. I don't really remember at all. I, th- I think he thought it thought she was a guy, but, you know, was now a woman, but still had the male parts. Anyway, it doesn't really matter so he's like so he's like he's a single guy probably in his 40s and he's like talking to his friend he's like yeah i've been talking to this girl i think i'm gonna go i'm gonna go meet her i think she used to be a guy yada 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 and the guy's like kind of freaking out they're both black you know i don't i think it's a little taboo in that community at the time or whatever so he's like telling him this and he's like yeah i think i'm gonna go meet her you know i've kind of fallen in love with her so he goes he goes to meet her and he shows up and he's like talking to her and he goes, so you used to be a guy? And she's like, no, I've always been a woman. And that's just like, you know, that's just like it. Like he's, he's out at that point. Oh <laughs> but no. Like, but like, he's like, he's like, he was like saying, I don't know if I want to do this because, you know, I'm into women, yada, yada, yada. And then he go he, he gets there and he's like talking to her and he's like, I'm out because she's, you know, it's actually a woman. And she wasn't on a, I mean, she was in her probably late for She wasn't unattractive or anything. I, I think she was just, I don't know. It was just bizarre. So, so he was totally down while he thought that she was trans. But as soon as she wasn't trans, then he was like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. Basically. Yeah. I don't know. It, you had you had to watch it. It was, it was, the, it was more the setup than anything. But it was pretty funny. Sounds like that guy likes to party. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so so how did they get Dennis Rodman on there? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it unless it's like two transsexuals, three midgets, four goats. <laughs> yeah. A hamster. A hamster. <laughs> but I think I think the best the best thing about those episodes or the episode last night was the guy. He was just like looking at the camera, he's like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Like he was just about ready to flip out at any second. It's like I can't believe this is happening. Oh, anyway. about the mom thing? Yeah, that's, yeah. That, yeah I'm, I'm sorry. That's, that's nuts. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> nuts. I mean, it. Oh. What, what 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 makes it like? What makes it kind? Of, I don't know if it's better or worse, but they looked like they were, you know, a normal family. They didn't look, you know, they didn't look all messed up. It didn't look like it was, you know a trailer park family. It looked like, you know, middle-aged suburban people. Hmm. It was just, it was bizarre. Anyway. But I mean, that's, but that, but that's the thing is it's like, you don't know. I mean, you never know. It could be, it can be the guy next door. Bob is, is just a nice guy. Uh, you know, head of a, head of some company that, that uh, that he started, and everyone just thinks Bob is the nicest guy in the world. But then you find out that, you know, well, I mean, it's like a, a Jared from Subway, right? Everyone oh, yeah. who ha- had ever met him said that he was like the nicest guy in the world, real down to earth, and he was a horrible pedophile. Yep. Yeah. Or he put all his weight back on too. Did he? <laughs> I think so. He no longer has no no longer has AIDS. No, has AIDS. Fitness AIDS. Well, you know, people that help him get fit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's uh. You didn't uh, you didn't get to that episode of South Park? I I, I think that's like an earlier one. I'm kind of like working my way back, but but because uh, I haven't ran into the Lemmy Winks one again. That's not been. Yeah, that one was all right. Ugh. The Kanye but, ones are the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but I just um, yeah, I was just thinking about that. You know, of like that. That's the scary part is is people like that where you just don't know. You know, yeah. That they look normal and then they're just fucking monsters. That that's a horrible thing. I mean, could you? I mean, just really imagine being that eighteen year old girl and then being like. Oh, uh, how did the how did these? Oh, god damn it, mom! Well, she didn't know though. That's that's the funny part. It's like she didn't know that this was going on until like six years later, when she started yeah. to get IMs, you know, instant messages from people asking, you know, asking her about their past. Wow! So she had no idea until until like two years before this this episode had taken place. And, you know, her mom came clean and said, yeah, you know, I did this in the past and I'm not doing it anymore, but I just, and then she's like, she's like going through and she's just like, well, that makes sense. Now I was wondering why you were taking so many pictures of me. Like, like you would, you'd come up and you'd say, Hey, can I take a picture of you today? 
you know, and I'd just be eating cereal or something. You'd be like, sure. It's just, oh. <laughs> it's just wow. bizarre. Just uh, that that girl is in therapy for the rest of her life. Oh yeah. It's it's just I don't know. It was just so it was just such a bizarre story. You have to see it. If you have MTV, watch it. It's it's gotta be on demand. But all right, you guys wanna call it a night? Yep, sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, this is uh this is it. I'll talk to you guys uh, next week. <laughs>